Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Nicole. And we have Nicole here because we're live from Nashville. Woo! Treats excited. I also, you just said woo and I said woo. And it reminded me of last night when we were walking down Broadway. Someone said something to us and we were all like, woo! And I'm like, you guys, we are officially woo girls. Like, <laughs> I'm so sad about it. It's okay. That's what Nashville does to Nashville, us. Nashville, where the basics come to play. <laughs> so we packed up the floral couch in our suitcases and here we are yeah it fit in a carry-on how convenient and we have nicole who is my friend that i met at loyola where we spent one semester together (laughs) living on the same floor and now she lives in nashville so thanks for being on our podcast nicole of course this is so fun Earlier, we survived a a fire alarm, so that was fun. We survived a fire alarm and a few recording issues, and (laughs) now here we are. Yeah. It's a close call. So Nicole and I lived like four or five doors down from each other freshman year of college Mm -hmm. at Loyola in Chicago, and we instantly bonded over like a few random things we had in common, one being that we both went to Catholic high schools where the colors were green and white mm-hmm. and the other one being that we hated halloween hated. and didn't really like going out and we were kind of just babies and ba- being clung a to baby each other is the best <laughs> clung to each other that's a good way of describing it partners in crime i mean we would watch grandpa's magical toys instead of going out we did not drink we loved seeing our other friends that did drink in the in our friend group the smosh pit come home but um, we also were happy that we were in our pajamas still. <laughs> why did we call it the Smosh Pit? I feel like I was never really in on why it was called the Smosh Pit. I just went along with it. You know those things you forget when you're older? It had and something you to thought, do with Jersey Shore. You thought you would never forget. Like the Smush Room? I think so. But then we call it Smosh, Smosh. And we had a dance. We'd be like, and Smosh. Like a and Mosh Smosh. Pit? Like, yeah. Interesting. Was it Mandolin and Mered? No. Probably. Yeah. Whose room was it that was the Smosh Room? Molly and Meredith? This smash room instead of a smush room. Everyone's it. name was started with an M except for Emily's and I, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was it was a good time. <laughs> good memories. So, Nicole, you are originally from Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. How did you get to Chicago? So I lived, I lived in a suburb my whole life of Kansas City, Missouri. And I was like, I'm going to get out. I want to go to a big city. Kansas City is really fun. Definitely visit if you have the chance. I love Kansas City. It's my home. But I was just itching for something new and different since I'd been there my whole life. And Chicago was like the next closest big city without being like New York or L.A. And I had been to Chicago. Actually, one of my closest friends, um, my dear friend Dana, she lives in Chicago. So she moved there when we were like 14 and we grew up together. So I would visit her. And so I already knew I loved Chicago, at least the suburbs I had seen of it. So when I was a junior, senior in high school, one of those, I went on a mission trip with my school and um, we stayed at Loyola. We stayed in one of the dorms and then we'd go around and do different missionary stuff or mostly like help with Catholic charities, things like that was really fun throughout the week and just really got to see the city and I loved it. So I was like, mom, I'm going to Loyola. And I never looked back. I didn't give her another choice. I didn't apply for another school and she wanted to kill me, but yeah, I went and I graduated from Loyola. That's so gutsy. Also, I was in Kansas City for a work conference once. Mm-hmm. I did not realize it was considered the city of fountains. Yes, there's so many fountains, which is weird because it's not like in the South where they run all the time because they definitely freeze. <laughs> right. Was they sn- were off, I think, when I was there. Yeah, <laughs> there was a snowstorm this past weekend and my friends like don't have power still. It's really sad. But yeah, there's a ton of fountains on every corner. It's really cool. So then how did you end up in Nashville? 
Um, so then I graduated from Loyola with a theater degree and I moved home. Really exciting stuff. I loved Chicago, but it was cold and it was expensive. And I was like, I got to go regroup. So I went home and I was trying to figure out my next move. I write pop music and I love songwriting. So I was thinking about like moving to California, but I'd never been. And New York seemed cold too, which is what I was trying to avoid and more expensive. So I was like, what am I going to do? So my friend and my roommate, my Alyssa, um, her name is Michelle. I lived with her for three years at Loyola. And so we're going on like five years now because we're roommates again in Nashville. She had family here and she didn't live here at the time. She was in Chicago. She became a nurse after graduating from Loyola, got a second bachelor's degree. And she was like, I'm either moving to, uh, going to stay in Chicago and get a job or move to Nashville. I just got to see what jobs I get. So she applied both places, found a job in Nashville pretty quickly. And she picked up her stuff at like 5 p.m. during a snowstorm, found a rental car like last minute and moved, shoved all her stuff in there and moved to Nashville and got here at 3 (laughs) a.m. And she was moved. So... Um, we didn't move at the same time. I had been here for about 10 months, lived with a different roommate, but yeah, that's kind of how I, I came to be where I am now. How did you find the first roommate? So the first roommate, funny enough, um, my birthday's in January. So I went out with friends to a club like you do when it's cold outside in January and we met the Harlem Globetrotters. They happened to be in town the same weekend. So we were having a good time, having a lot of fun. They offered us tickets to the game the next day, the, the game. Um, <laughs> and so I begged my friend and I to go another friend that um, had left earlier I was like please go with me none of the girls that were there want to go so we went and one of the girls we had talked to the night before was the girlfriend of the manager and she talked to us the whole game she was super nice she's from Kansas and she was like I have a I, I told her about what I was trying to do I was trying to move to Nashville and she was like I have a cousin that lives in Nashville and he's looking for a roommate He's a musician in a band, so he's not like around a lot. He travels a lot, and he just needs someone else there to help pay rent, and it's just a two-bedroom house. I was like, okay. So then I went to Nashville a few weeks later because that was like the one piece I was missing. By that time, I knew I wanted to move there. I'd visited before, and I was just trying to figure it out. So I went there, and I saw the house, and I did not meet him, but I met the landlord, and it was cheap rent to live in the city and not out super far out, so I was like, sign me up. So about a month later, my mom and I drove down and I moved all my crap to Nashville. So it's kind of crazy looking back how quickly it happened. And sometimes really things just happen like they're meant to be. Because if I would not have met them that night and gotten tickets to the show to talk to this girl and meet her cousin, like, yeah, who knows how long it would have taken me. I remember hearing that story and being like, that's such a Nicole story. (laughs) And she is meant to move to Nashville. And this is why. What was it like living with a musician? Did you ever go see him play? No. He was so nice, but we did not talk. Like, never talked. That's kind of existed. Yeah. That's probably good. Luckily, like, it was a pretty nice house set up because our rooms were on opposite sides of the houses. So we each had our own space. So when he was home, he was just mostly sleeping anyways Mm because he was, like, on tour. But he kind of knew a girl I'm kind of related to, like, distantly because he was from Kansas, too, because obviously that girl was, too. And um, so, like... We kind of like we were familiar with each other. Like we understood our backgrounds were similar, so we were comfortable. But it wasn't ever like let's be friends. So yeah, but it was it was a good first place to live. But then Michelle moved moved down about ten months later, and here we are. <laughs> Do you think people in Nashville are different than people in Chicago versus Missouri? Um, I think their driving is different. <laughs> different is a, a nice way of putting it. Their driving is terrible. If you've heard the rumors, it's all true. It's all true. We've seen that in like the day that we've been here. It's for insane. Sure. Like, have you almost died five times? 
Not, maybe not five times, but <laughs> at least once. Yeah. Yeah, we were crossing the street once, and someone definitely took a left turn on a red light, and I was like, okay, dude, not how this works. You're like, we're not in Minnesota anymore. The yeah. diagonal crosswalk. Yeah. Wait, perplexed. say that again. Diagonal. Diagonal? How do you Diag- say it? Diagonal. It? Diagonal? Yeah, diagonal. Oh, you don't pronounce the O? Diagonal. 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 Oh, big. Big flag. See, this is exhibit A of a person who thought that I was from Canada when, <laughs> I, was, when I was in Chicago for school. Oh, yeah. The Smosh Pit definitely still calls her Canadian yes. to this day. Like, because I, I transferred after a semester and I would get texts being like, what time is it there in Canada? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm in Minnesota. It's central time. Just the same like as Chicago. Chicago. Oh, so sad. Uh, yeah. I feel like your Minnesota accent isn't even that strong. What? I <laughs> I catch myself. There are certain words where I'm like, oh, like I pronounce that O really long. But but I even yeah. think Michelle, my roommate. I can do a pretty good Minnesota accent impression. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like just an everyday talk. It's my alter ego. <laughs> um, But like my roommate, Michelle, even I can still hear her say things. And I'm like, she is from the north for sure. Like I think her accent's gotten a little more southern, like more lax than she's gotten here. Definitely. But there's still things that I'm like, I can hear it so clearly. The Northern. Northern. I think yours is a little Southern and I've always thought that. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't feel like it is. I'm from the middle of the country. (laughs) I thought that exactly when you walked in. I was like, oh, is she from here? (laughs) Yes. I'm a little offended if you were wondering. No, I'm just kidding. I love the South. It's I actually, no, I could say I love the South. I really do. But I wish it felt more like the South today. It's it's only like five degrees warmer here than it is in Minnesota right now. But I will say overall, it's a lot more mild. Like you get, we get this and we complain and then it's like over. I, I think I told you earlier, but this weekend's supposed to be 60 degrees. (laughs) So it's kind of like, I mean, it's going to rain the whole weekend. So that sucks. But it's like, I'd rather have like warm rain every once in a while in the winter than like consistently can't go outside because it's negative 10 degrees. Yeah. Which is what we have in January, February. Maybe even into March. I remember I left your wedding and like two weeks later, your dog was playing in snow. Maybe not two weeks, but it was like very soon after your wedding. And I was like, no, you were married in August. It was like by the beginning of October. It snowed in the uh, beginning of October. So that's probably what it was. A month and a half. But still, it felt like what <laughs> it felt but like that it was, was summer like and then winter. a little bit and then it's been pretty mild like, i was gonna say it's been, it's a been good up winter into the 40s like just yeah. like recently which is crazy because and now here we are classic minnesotans talking, talking about, about the, the weather, weather. <laughs> <laughs> back in kansas city there was a blizzard this weekend if you watch the chiefs game go chiefs super bowl 2019 champion i if will root for them because please do. i need a fan yes i'm not gonna watch it i need to fangirl so. over something <laughs> i really want to drive to atlanta it's only like three hours away but anyways um should have come to minneapolis last year for the super bowl oh yeah no, it was Atlanta's warmer it's it was like record away. cold for the super I'm bowl sure. last year oh my god i'm sure but um yeah if you watch chiefs game it was blizzarding and my friends don't have power still my family doesn't have power it's like it's crazy and like I feel so bad because they get really bad winters but it's not often enough to where they can like handle it so talk about what you do here in Nashville so I work for house.com h-o-u-z-z.com and I work in the customer service department um, which I really like I really like my company it's super fun um they really supply us with a lot of snacks gotta love those um they upped their snack game this week so shout out to house what is house house strives to be the best best experience for anyone who's redoing their home building a new home renovating their home on the on the internet so if you're trying to find like 
ideas for your house, for your living room, and you don't know what direction to go, you can create idea books. If you want to buy that lamp you see in an idea book, they're going to have suggestions for you and you can buy it on the site. So I work in that customer service department for them. And it's been a really fun um, company to work for. The The Nashville office is pretty new. I joined like six months after they started it. So I've had a good time. I've heard of House because I worked for a marketing agency where mm. I basically just wrote articles for different products and companies. Uh-huh. And if it was something about like where I needed to write an article that was like how to improve your curb appeal yeah and make your house look better I, I would always find these articles from house yeah it, it's a cool website it's really fun and I really like that they're super innovative and you don't have to live in California to be at a company like that you know where it's like super expensive to live in harder to get out there and everything like, your guys's office is really cool yeah it, it seems really I mean it's just a it's a beautiful view every day it's definitely cool we're on the 24th floor of a building it's 24th 25th and 26th so we have a good time. Do you work with mostly people your age? A lot of people my age. Now that the company's expanded, the office has expanded, it's definitely more like diverse in age. Um, but it's still like a very youthful culture. Like everyone's super excited to share their ideas. They're very good about taking your ideas and like a month later changing things. You'll be like, wait, we actually asked for that and they gave it to us. So that's kind of cool. That's very cool. Yeah. I feel like goals <laughs> yeah yeah like no company's perfect definitely but um I have a good time I like it I like the people I work with so that's always a plus that's like pretty much all you can ask for sometimes yeah. is just to be happy with your day-to-day right it's <laughs> all we got some days right <laughs> <laughs> well because I work from home a lot and mm-hmm. we were just talking about that and you were like oh I would love that that's so nice and I'm like yeah, yeah it sounds nice in theory but I get really lonely and I sometimes struggle like with the identity of like okay I don't have anywhere to go no one would care if I just stayed in my bed all day and they wouldn't know and so (laughs) it's just kind of weird sometimes because you have to force yourself to get up like go somewhere to work or like at least like feel like you're a real person by sitting at your kitchen table right well and like obviously like you're married but like you probably some even though you have a job to do you probably still feel like a stay-at-home person sometimes because you're like no that's exactly it because yeah I have Matthew my husband works like he has to drive like 40-ish minutes to get to work and so he has that much less time right to like get groceries and do all the stuff and so I mean we have a pretty good balance of like yeah household chore things but I'm still like the person who's home so I get dinner going and right it's yeah have you ever watched the Mindy Project? I love the Mindy Project. Oh my God. Love that show. And there's that episode where she tries to be a stay-at-home mom towards the end. And it's hilarious. And I'm like, this would 100% be me. Like yep. thinking I could totally do it. And I got it. And after like four days being like, nope, <laughs> I'm done with this. And, you know, it's like to each their own. But it's just tough when you don't have like something outside to go do. And you're used to having yeah. that. You know? Well, I feel like sometimes it's probably in my head but I'm like I actually like I feel like I need to prove that I'm doing work that I actually mm-hmm. have a job to do that I'm important that like if I didn't do this right now on my computer thing bad things would happen yeah. because it, it is true like it's a real job it's just like I'm not interacting with people in person so right and I like being a creative person like you write and I sing um it's hard sometimes even though you love to do those kind of things it's hard to sit in a room all day like even if you are a free- freelance writer 
it would be very hard to sit in a room just by yourself all day and just write. Mm-hmm. Or if, it is hard for me sometimes to sit in a room and just want to sing or just want to write a song. I'm like, okay, like I'm not, am I doing anything? And it's, it's hard to validate yeah. yourself. Sometimes. And there's more and more people are working from home and they're yeah. coming up with these like organizations where it's like, okay, if you work from home, you can come here to this office. Like there's one in Minneapolis I've heard of where it's like women who work remotely mm-hmm they can come and it's kind of like a club. So yeah. I'm looking into some of those things. So that'd be we'll awesome. Like the, we work, we have two, we work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like offices that. here. Yeah. Awesome. Alyssa, what do you do for your job? Please I'm an share. accountant. Oh my gosh. She's rich. No. <laughs> <laughs> if you mean in a lot of student loan debt, you would be correct. <laughs> like my roommate who's richer than me, but has a lot of nursing student loan debt. Do you like your job? I do. Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah. And that's what matters at the end of the day, right? Mm-hmm. I'm made for, well, I get to, I feel like I get to interact and travel a lot. So mm-hmm. I like that. Oh, that's awesome. Aspect of it. And so it's Can you not help always me? nine to five. Can you help my accounts? <laughs> 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 they need some help. <laughs> Especially because speaking of bad Nashville drivers, my car was parked this weekend and got hit while parked. Cause you know, that's how people drive in Nashville. <laughs> you know who did it? Um, they left their car, but they did not leave themselves. So they so I have like a, a drunk plate. person in the middle of the night. I do think so. I mean, either that or it was like a stolen car, but I think it was someone drunk, freaked out, didn't know what to do. Their car is a lot rougher than mine, but they still hit my wheel. So I can't drive it right now, which stinks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? Like your car was parked on the street and there's what, like a hundred other cars parked in the street and yeah. this drunk person accidentally accidentally smashes into your car yeah it's crazy it could be any car on the my car has been broken into when it was parked like in the alley behind the house that i lived in at the time and it's i come out there's like 12 other cars parked in the alley and they decide to smash my window in and not steal anything you gotta stop parking your lexus in the alleyway emily that's like really (laughs) really (laughs) same difference difference. really (laughs) bad idea that car was cursed i was hit another time rear-ended and that was actually there was this guy who witnessed the crash like he was coming the other way mm-hmm. um on the other side of the road and he pulled over and stopped and got out and came up to me because i was like out talking to the man who hit me and he's like hey i just want to let you know that i was coming the other way and saw what happened so if there's if anything happens and you need a witness here's my business card that is so nice, so nice. Yeah. i feel like that's like unheard of minnesota nice can you like transplant some of them down here thanks (laughs) (laughs) well actually since we've been here we've done a couple tours and and gone to a few restaurants and everywhere we go there's someone from minnesota (laughs) like we went to a bar last night and the band um the violinist was from minnesota and so we made a big deal and talked to her and she requested some songs for us and she was like no one ever comes here from minnesota but every place we've been to someone's like oh this person over here is from minnesota we actually like not met someone but we saw someone from melissa's like small hometown yeah because i always just say generically like i'm from the twin cities because Mm -hmm. no one like has a reason to go to my hometown yeah and she said she was from there i was like what like (laughs) that's crazy it's crazy sauce so I love when that happens I love Minnesota let me tell you I probably will be a bigger ambassador for Minnesota than you two because after Emily moved home from um, Loyola and she wanted to go home 
me and some of the smosh pit went to visit her in Minnesota and it was the fall. And I am telling you, we had the most Instagrammable weekend before it was even a thing. Yeah, Instagram didn't even exist. We had the most fun. Wait, what'd you do? Like we what went was to the- a pumpkin patch and we took some cute ass pictures. I took them to like the most Minnesota fall weekend. It was <laughs> um like 2011, I think. And yeah. it, so it was Oct- it was that Oct- year Oct- where it was like 80 degrees still in October. Yeah, like a really mild. Yeah, fall. we were wearing shorts and in yeah. the pumpkin patch, and with so our we tall went to the knee pumpkin patch. We went to the world's largest, or not the world's largest, Minnesota's largest candy store. The best, the yellow one, which actually got like a whole new renovation. So you have to come back. Oh my god! And see it. <laughs> okay. Um, what else did we do? We went to the Mall of America for sure. Mm-hmm. We spent a day there, and. I feel like we walked around a little bit too. Yeah, we went to like uptown yeah. and like the different like oh. places to go. It was just like legendary. So go to Minnesota, like <laughs> hashtag tour Minnesota. It's the best. I love it. I, I love it. It makes me feel better about living there still. Yeah, Sometimes I feel it's like, like well, I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, I have like worked with a lot of people, I feel like, in the South. And so whenever we have to decide like where we're going to have meetings, we offer Minnesota, but they're like, eh, it's cold. No, go to Minnesota. <laughs> I have another friend and we like went to downtown Minnesota, the sculpture park or whatever. I was like, this is the coolest city. And they were like, thank you, because now I like feel better about my life. And I was like, you should, because it's a cool city, but it is hard. Like even Michelle and I have days too where we're like oh we do nothing with our lives and we're in Nashville and like from an outsider perspective Nashville is so cool and up and coming and it is but whenever you just like work somewhere every day and it's kind of like your routine it's never gonna sometimes you have to remember like the exciting stuff to really like where you are yeah I feel like that's pretty I kind of felt like that when we had the Super Bowl in Minneapolis last year because everyone was coming from around like around the world basically to go to the Super Bowl and they're like what is this place called Minnesota and we were like yeah come have tater tot hot dish we live here every (laughs) we've existed this whole time yeah been eating tater tot hot dish since forever and Becca K just broke Minnesota open exactly (laughs) the governor banned Ari from Minnesota that was the governor or some like I don't random Congress. I don't know. There was a random Senator billboard on billboard on um, thirty five. Interstate thirty five. Mm-hmm. So. That's hilarious. You know, I did read a tweet the other day that was like, I think it's time we forgive Ari because even though what he did was crappy, crappy, in the end he's like married. He's gonna have a baby. Like he's happy, and I'm like, that's true because Becca's better off without him. Uh, yeah, they both seem happy. I think they. I think Ari's boring, but I think Lauren. Right. And I think he did it in a crappy way, but, you know, whatever. I was entertained. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Speaking of The Bachelor, what are your thoughts on this current season with Colton? My thoughts are that Daddy ABC, that's what um, my roommate and I like to call ABC, uh, Daddy ABC shelled out way too much freaking money for that stupid premiere with all those live. The three hour (laughs) really obnoxious long premiere. AF oppo- proposals. Two of them. I was like, can you please make it stop? Like the first, the second one wasn't as bad because he like spit it out and then proposed. The first one though, I was like, dude, stop talking and ask the question. Yes. Although I understand a little bit because Neil Lane was providing diamonds. So <laughs> if if you get a free rock out of 
being on this How like, do you think reality they picked show. that though? Were they like, hey, I know, I'm going to write into Chris Harrison and say, I want to propose on the Bachelor premiere. Can you get me a Neil Lane ring? It's all about who you know. <laughs> well, and did we know they were going to have like a live no. show like that? Absolutely like, how would you even know not. to like write in? I don't know. Well, that one person, whoever that lady was that had the had a premiere show and she had some bachelor people in her house she was the best part because she was so hysterically happy the whole time she was crying every time she was on the tv it that was the best part to me and i was very happy for her but i was not happy for me because you had to watch it (laughs) i mean it's exciting it's the bachelor i like the bachelor i have no qualms about liking the bachelor but like Please just let me watch the the women come out of the limo and make up accents, please. Do you have any top <laughs> picks for who is going to win? I really like Cassie, but I don't think she's going to go far because on her Instagram, she's like having watch parties. And usually that means you don't go very far. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do you? Which one is Cassie? Know who she is. I There's too many right now. Yeah, that we've I only keep watched track. the first half of the second episode. Okay, so. she's blonde. <laughs> she's from that California. Helps. And she's really pretty and nice. She's kind of like, she's in a lot of par- scenes, but she's like usually someone someone else is bitching to. Like she kind of just oh, sits there. Is that like, who yeah. the 22-year-old never been kiss girl was talking to? I yeah. think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. She's super sweet. Like she doesn't seem like a crusty person. Crusty. Crusty is one of my favorite words that Nicole uses. It's the best <laughs> word. Nicole has some really great quotes that I'd like to mention now. <laughs> My favorite one being, a cheese it wasted is an angel dead. Accurate, though, Which right? Which she said one time, freshman year of college, when we were eating Cheez-Its and, like, someone dropped a Cheez-It on the floor. Here's a note. Side it note. It just really accurately depicts how much she loves Cheez-Its. I was not drunk. <laughs> no, well, I said that. So, saying that just now, just, like, in my head, solidified why you guys are friends. Because has Emily ever talked to you about Cheddar Rockets? No, but I mean, that doesn't surprise me. She said something of the sort. So Cheddar Rockets are Trader Joe's brand, like little oh. cheese crackers. And they, they're they different. I would say they're probably as good as Cheez-Its, but it's like a slightly different flavor. Got it. They're really good. I put them on my salads. Oh my God. And so, eat them as snacks. But I, yeah, love Cheez-Its, Cheddar Rockets, Goldfish. Eh. Do you want to hear my routine? Orange Theory, Trader Joe's right next to each other bam i will oh. have to get some cheddar you like orange next. theory i've never done it yeah i love orange theory i just quit i just quit um, so um only because my my pockets are saving to go to vegas in the fall and there's a lot of ways to work out so we're going to the community center and we're doing dance fit Ooh. so that's really exciting just doing like different workouts and trying different things because i do like orange theory but you I believe you need a lot of money to go in the way Mm -hmm. that if you only go once a week, you build a lot of muscle, which is what we did. And that's not a bad thing, but we also just wanted to like tone up and that didn't really happen. So we're going to try to do like more active things throughout the week that are less intensity. And hopefully that will like tone us up more. So, and just like make us feel better. Cause a big part about working out is just like feeling better Mm -hmm. about life. Right. And I think that's fun. Cause I feel like working out gets so boring if it's repetitive so trying something new that's kind of fun yeah definitely but orange theory love it go (laughs) okay i'll have to try it out yeah i've heard good things i've never heard any bad things really so first class free i think it is just like but it is like another expensive place to go yeah they said that they're the my my trainer said we are the starbucks of 
uh, gyms, which is true. Like they're popping up everywhere Mm -hmm. and it is a really good workout. It's just, I think you do, if you are looking for weight loss, not just strength training, which strength training, I think you could do, you know, less, but weight loss, it would be, I would go more often like three or four times a week. So that's an exciting topic. (laughs) (laughs) Always love talking about fitness. You know, what's more exciting than fitness men, boys, (laughs) So transitioning into our dating. I'm not trying to lead, but I'm just. Are like, you on dating apps? No. <laughs> have you ever been on dating apps in Nashville? Yes. Unfortunately. Oh, do you have any like horror stories, stories that stick Great out? Great stories. I definitely fell in love from a dating app. And um, like love at first sight or you met and like actually fell in love? I feel like I fell in love, but I didn't realize I was in love until later. Until okay. that person had moved on with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like 50%, but not 100%. So kind of complicated but um i i think it's hard because like dating apps can be fun in games but if you really get invested in somebody and that's like how you met them it can be either a great experience like we have a friend morgan who met her husband on tinder and they're amazing they're super happy and i'm so happy for them so she has like a really positive view i on the other hand am the opposite so it just depends on your experience but i do think it's harder when you're older because it gets more serious you're like even if you don't think you want marriage, like what does that other person want? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're at a real age where you can get married, Emily, which is scary. <laughs> yes. So many people are married. <laughs> sorry. Not, don't, don't be, be sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Justin. Um, no. And I, it's just like different people. I think it's the, your late twenties is a time of your life where no one warns you for like college everyone's like oh my gosh college is so fun you're gonna get crazy whatever and then right after college they give you like a grace period of like you're figuring out your life and then you're like 27 in two weeks and it's it's just like oh like why aren't you married even though you have legitimate reasons and you don't have to be married at that age but people no matter what you do people question it more I feel like and it's just harder to navigate and give like a solid reason when you don't really need to there's no requirement to I also feel like we put a lot of that pressure on ourselves to Mm -hmm. be like, why aren't you married? And like some of it is like family members being like saying stupid things. But yeah, but I hear it a lot where it's like, and I don't have a great perspective because I am married. (laughs) So I'm I'm not trying to be like, but like most of my friends are single. Like, yeah, like my like my two closest friends who I'm here with in Nashville right now are single and yeah. they're, and a lot of our other friends are single. So it's not really like I need to hurry up and get married. It's kind of like norm now to be like, just live in your life. Yeah. I would say that's true. I also feel like there's like so many practical advantages to being in a relationship. Like I was having the conversation, like even just like rent is so expensive, like yeah. splitting a one bedroom with like a significant other right. versus like, that's like, even that is just like a benefit that that's not a right. reason to get in a relationship, but it, like it makes your life easier. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be on dating apps, right? <laughs> which are horrible. Yeah. And then Alyssa, are you on a dating app? Yeah. So I told my like horror <laughs> story a couple episodes ago, so okay. I'm a little bit on Sorry, I got to catch up. No, it's okay. I um, basically, we were at a bowling alley. He grabbed my face to kiss me. I matrix styled, backed away. First date. And I was like, okay, how do I get out of this situation? The other thing is, do you feel like a lot of your friends are married? Because I've heard from friends that have lived other places and then come back to Minnesota. More people are married. Their perspective has been more people in Minnesota get married really young. Like, yeah. 
versus everywhere else like no one our age is married so I'm from Missouri but my mom is from Kansas so a lot of my family's from Kansas and my two closest cousins who like I consider my sisters I don't have a real sister but they're married and they're 25 and 28 so like super normal but that made me feel like oh everyone's around me is married even if that's not true just because they're two of the closest people to me that I grew up with my friend Dana in Chicago got married um and then a lot of my friends from like high school are in serious relationships so I feel like that some days and when I'm like visiting them definitely I feel like that but then Michelle and I are are we're single and available. So, (laughs) um, so I, it depends on the day and who I'm around and I don't feel bad about not being married, but I just feel awkward sometimes. Like going back to family asking like every once in a while, I'll have an uncle that will be brave and be like, so are you dating anyone? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I mean, even if I am like, it's, it's just hard to explain to someone like, well, yeah, I am, but I don't know if he's going to be my husband. You know, people sometimes also expect that yeah. when, I, when they're, like, older. So that situation happened to me recently because I was at my grandma's birthday party, and it was at a nursing home, and she's one of ten kids, and her sister came up to me, and I hadn't talked to her at all that at this point of the night, and she just says, are there any men in your life? Oh, my God. And I was like, uh, no. How's it going? Like, whatever. And then she's like, oh, any women? And I was like, oh, so because I'm single, I'm clearly into women, which there is nothing wrong with. But even if I that was I was a lesbian, like, yes, this is the point in time where I'm going to come out to you. Thank you for making this opportunity for me. Like, there's no way that this is like I'm like, I know I'm interested in men, but I was like, there's so many things wrong with this conversation. And then she walked away. I was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I have a master's degree and I'm doing great at work. Thanks for asking. Like, right. <laughs> it's insanity. It's, it's absolute insanity. Yeah. So oh that my was God, my I'm recent. Sorry. My mom is one of 13 kids. Really? Yes. Big family. I know. I love it. Sorry, they're, they're great note. and they're not great. Cause there's always that one or two that are like, Oh, I don't want to talk to them. Off but. the rocker. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what are you thinking about Emily? I'm just listening to you guys. Are you enjoying this podcast? I am. So what like else What else do you do here in Nashville for fun or in general? Okay, so I had a really fun experience this past fall. I got a part-time shipping position for Uncommon James, which is Kristen Cavallari's jewelry company. And I just had a really good time shipping in their warehouse. And that sounds kind of silly, but... Um, it's really close to my house and I met some really fun people there. I shipped some of their little James items. So that was really fun. It was new product at the time. So kind of got to help like figure out how to package that stuff and kind of like house even on, but on a smaller scale, Uncommon James is a new company and it's figuring stuff out. So I felt like if I had an idea, it was heard and they're really, you know, trying to get things working as efficiently as possible. And I went to some parties, so maybe you'll see me on, you know, Fairy Cavallari. I think it's coming out in March, the second season on E, you know, your next your next Kardashian right here on <laughs> oh on the floral yeah, couch. So Kristen Cavallari, for anyone who doesn't know, was on Laguna Beach mm-hmm. and is married to Jay Cutler. Was yes. she also on the Hills or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. I believe. I knew her more from the Hills. Besties like, with Yeah, Lauren I never Conrad. watched Laguna Beach. she's not Besties. Well, were they? I think it was the opposite. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know anything. She's super cool so far. I mean, I haven't, like, talked to her personally, but she seems cool. <laughs> you like the company. That's got to say something, right? Yeah. No, I love the company. It's really fun. And, like, the jewelry is really pretty, and they're really, like, 
great about I don't know promoting their stuff what do you mean by um you said you packaged little James what is that little James is their toddler line so toddler and baby so I would just package it for shipping so if you got a little James order this Christmas (laughs) there's a big possibility I packaged it for you so that was fun yeah it was very it was like brand new stuff so it was really important to the company you send it to like people as like promotional yeah some promotional packages for people um, so ours should be in the mail yeah <laughs> just for your children <laughs> I'm just kidding. for your children that you have <laughs> emily do you want to tell us something oh gosh <laughs> um speaking of asking uncomfortable questions <laughs> i'm just kidding no <laughs> i heard emily was drinking tequila last night so i think we're safe on on the side of the, the floral couch i can confirm <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah, Uncommon James, Watchberry Cavalry. I mean, I am their unpaid spokesperson because it was really fun and it's a cool store. So you work technically for Kristen Cavalier. How many other celebrities do you know or have you met? Definitely know or so seen. many celebrities. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just like later going to hang out with Thomas Rhett and then tomorrow. Just kidding. Oh, Thomas Rhett lives by me. I've heard he like lives in the 12 South area. I just picked a name out of a hat like no I I literally don't know him I'm not a representative so I don't know don't take this for (laughs) fact but he like has posted a lot of Instagram pictures like in the 12 South area which is really close to my my house so I haven't seen him in person but I do go to a church where I've seen Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban and you see Nicole Kidman walk in and you're like wow that woman is impeccably dressed and then you look at her face and you're like, cause that's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and then you, she, you sit down and then I asked my roommate, Michelle, I was like, is that Nicole Kidman? And she's like, uh, yeah, who else would that be? And then of course, then Keith Urban walks in a few minutes later and sits down next to her. I'm like, yeah, there's literally no one else, no other couple that looks like that together. So, um, that's been kind of crazy to see them a few times. And then you like see them on the golden globes and the Oscars and you're like, I just saw them last weekend. So saw them. Um, if you watch the show Nashville, one night, my we went to Beyonce, and my roommate saw Gunner from Nashville, the actor, Sam, I think is his name, saw him at the Beyonce concert, and then the next morning, I saw him at Starbucks, so, you what? Know, <laughs> best friends, and then that night, I saw Shannon and Shannon from uh, Barry Cavallari and Tia from The Bachelor, oh so that was gosh. fun. I got a picture. She was so nice. Tia. Oh, my gosh. Any yeah. other Bachelor people? Oh, yes. So, <laughs> James Taylor, James McCoy Taylor. Is that his name? Something of the sort. We went to, my roommate and I went to his like little concert. It was at his apartment because his apartment has a stage on the roof because, you know, Nashville. And um, it was BYOB. We forgot a wine opener. That was interesting. We had to ask a girl to go down to her apartment to get us a wine opener. So we got kind of drunk because we brought like three or four bottles of wine once we could open them. And we were leaving and he starts dying, choking in the elevator room. And we're like, oh god what do we do because we didn't like want to walk in there and bother him he walks out still choking and he's like come here come here i'm like okay so we walk into the elevator room with him and michelle's like i'm a nurse (laughs) but but she like didn't do anything and then he like kind of stopped choking he's like oh i'm I'm okay thanks i just i just wanted to be okay or like didn't want to die or something and we like talked to him for a few minutes and he was super nice and it was so funny but even before that we had met him at a bar and he took a picture with us and he's like let me take it i'm really good at selfies oh my gosh <laughs> and it was accurate our picture with him was so good <laughs> well that's awesome yeah so kind of like random things happen in nashville and going back to your average day life it's like you just work here you leave but every once in a while like cool things happen and you're like oh i live in nashville i forgot <laughs> yeah 
so the bar we went to last night the bouncer or one of the bars the bouncer looked at my id and was like oh hey we have the same birthday even the same year and i wanted i said something dumb i was just like oh awesome (laughs) but later (laughs) i I realized i should have been like brother (laughs) oh my god i would have died emily that's like i miss your like witty things you say later (laughs) (laughs) i don't never write in the moment or like under your breath later like and i'm like what we were like just talking about how you should have responded on our walk back. Like, oh great! I was just thinking, are you blood type O? Yeah, like, <laughs> like oh great! I need brother. I need that would have been the best. <laughs> um, yeah. that's so funny. He's so, a great dancer too. I was gonna say, actually, all of the bouncers so far have been v attractive. They dance in your bar. No, I've never they, seen. He that. was standing outside, and I mean, the door was open, so you could hear. It was legends. So the door was open. You could hear the music like out in the corner. And he was just like dancing with this girl who came by. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think they were like smoking jewels. And then she was trying to line dance. And he's like, no, no, no. This is how it's done. Oh, my God. (laughs) No, Broadway definitely is super fun and interesting. Um, One time I waited outside of Acme till 5 a.m. Before Michelle lived with me because Drake rented out Acme after his concert and our Uber driver told us he was there, me and my friend that went, and we waited till 5 a.m. And lo and behold, he walks out in front <gasps> of us because his tour buses were like lined up right in front of Acme on Broadway. And it was like 5 a.m. on Thursday or Friday morning. And I, I died. I have a picture of the back of his head. But the best part was his dad and his uncle and their girlfriends came out and talked to us for like half an hour and we're so drunk and we just had like the greatest time talking was there like a bunch of people waiting then or just you guys it was us and like 10 dudes dedicated fans hilarious we were the only women the only women by 5 a.m that i love it it was so great and then i waited outside of whiskey row for him too last time he was here (laughs) not a stalker just in love (laughs) (laughs) there's a clear difference definitely So speaking of music, you mentioned you write pop songs mm-hmm. and you moved to Nashville for the music scene. How's your music career going? Um, It's going. You know, I didn't realize before I moved here, this sounds silly. This is going to sound really silly, but music is expensive. You know, like unless you really know someone that can do stuff for you for like a cheaper rate because you're friends or whatever because like maybe you can give them background vocals on something and they'll produce your song it's just expensive so my advice to someone moving to Nashville is to maybe like have some really good set expectations but it's also the best thing I've ever done because you never know until you do it so I take voice lessons with someone who's awesome and I've met a lot of awesome people and I did finish a song that's like in its mixed stage So if anybody out there works for Disney, I have a really great song for like the next Frozen franchise type thing. (laughs) So I really like to write that like pop music. But lately I've been writing some more theatrical stuff because my background is theater. So once it kind of gets edited and comes out, it's usually like more of a theatrical Disney-esque song. And also pop production is expensive. So again, if you're out there listening and you live in Nashville and you have cheap pop production that is of the utmost quality let me know but you do have music that's out there for people yeah to listen how do we to. find it so my instagram is natia music because nadia is my stage name n-a-t-i-a music that's my twitter that's my instagram um instagram is where i'm most active right now i did have a website which was awesome but my e- my last ep came out in 2014 so you can definitely get that still like on itunes um spotify, spotify all, all the things 
Clark and Division is my favorite song. Clark I recommend everyone go listen to it right now Clark. after you listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Clark right. and Division's a, a good hit. So Speaking of music, I'm obsessed with Lady Gaga, and I'm so happy that everyone in the world is recognizing her greatness. Because of A Star is Born? Yes. Except for Emily. Emily! Yeah, you have to listen to the podcast where we talked about... Emily did not like A Star is Born. She was, like, so clearly irritated that she was in the theater, kept checking her watch, like, is it over yet? (laughs) Some things going on in my life that were affecting that situation, but it was not my favorite movie. What?! Can okay. You, okay, can Nicole I be kind and explain why? Because she's just like always been up. She's Lady Gaga's number one fan. Oh, for sure. But like, have you also seen all the awards she's getting, Emily? <laughs> I think it's good music. I don't have anything against the music, but I thought the acting and the movie plot was not my favorite. I enjoyed the movie. I don't know that I could rewatch it over and over again. I'm like speechless right now. <laughs> like okay, to make you feel better, I have a Lady Gaga trivia quiz since you are her number one fan so we're gonna see how well you do okay i'm gonna do awesome okay ready how many number one albums does lady gaga have oh shit this is hard i think um i can give you multiple choice i think it's two it's either one or two two three four or five two it's two Mm, three three three. oh god cut that out okay it's born this way the fame what's the third Stars Born soundtrack? Art Pop. Art Pop was the number one album? Wait, Whoa. currently Gaga has three chart-topping albums. Born This Way, Art Pop, and Cheek to Cheek. Oh. Was Cheek to Cheek like number one on the jazz charts? I don't know. Cheek to Cheek was jazz. Anyway, wow. <laughs> number two. In her high school yearbook, Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanata at the time said, which of the following men was her male equivalent? Multiple choice, please. One, Elton John. Two, Boy George. Three, David Bowie. Four, John Lennon. David Bowie. Nope. It was what? Boy George. <laughs> okay. Number one fan skeptical. <laughs> it was Boy George. All right. These are hard. Okay. We're let me tell you. When people are like, this is why I'm like, I thought I was going to win this. Because when people tell me things, I'm like, yes, I knew that. Like, it's obvious things. Like, did you know her real name, Stephanie? So I thought I was going to kill this quiz, but apparently. So next question. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you one more chance. Okay. <laughs> the redemption question. Oh what are Gaga's two biggest selling singles? Poker Face and Bad Romance. Just Dance and Bad Romance. Poker Face and Applause. Or Just Dance and Poker Face. Bad Romance and... Just dance. No. (laughs) (laughs) What? In late 2015, Just Dance passed 7 million singles sold to join Poker Face. So it's Just Dance and Poker Face. Okay. No bad romance. Interesting. That is interesting. Okay. Okay. Here's one that you'll, that you can get. Okay. (laughs) Here's a layup. (laughs) Which one of these is not a real Lady Gaga lyric? Oh, I'll get this. A, I want your whiskey mouth all over my blonde south. That's an accurate <laughs> lyric. <laughs> Emily's so uncomfortable. Heavy, heavy metal lover. <laughs> Born me. this way. Next. <laughs> Just ask your gay friends their advice before you get a spray tan on holiday in Taipei. That's an accurate lyric. Love it when you call me legs in the morning, buy me eggs. Accurate. Miss Piggy loves her jello with whipped cream, yummy. Kermit the Frog, dress me, make me scream, honey, funny. That's uh, not accurate. That yep, is the that wrong was right. One. Wow. Or, you d- ding, yep. ding, ding. We have a winner. Woo, this is really sad. 
I'm like reassessing. Okay, my life which right of now. the following classic has classics has Gaga not covered live? Shares Bang Bang, My Baby Shot Me Down. She covered that. John Lennon's Imagine. Okay. Prank Sinatra's New York, New York. Okay. Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ding 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 ding. Yay! Oh my god, I'm getting better. <laughs> you were okay. very confident about that answer. Which of the following artists has Gaga not written songs for? A. Cindy Lauper. B. New Kids on the Block. C. Britney Spears. D. Michael Bolton. A. Cindy Lauper. Yep, correct. Oh, you're redeeming. Oh, okay. oh my God. You're you're over fifty percent now. Okay, I think. If I what does Gaga's that. mother call her when she's being bad? A. Lady Bad Bad. B. <laughs> monster. C. Spider Woman. D. Stephanie. D. Stephanie. Like yes what? that was a dumb question <laughs> that was so dumb like, oh you mean she called wait what does she call her when she's not being bad gaga in 2008 gaga recorded the song fashion for the soundtrack to confessions of a shopaholic but someone else originally recorded the song who was it a the pussycat dolls b heidi montag c rihanna d fergie fergie no it was <laughs> heidi montag okay. what what spidey gross <laughs> these are like things no one normal. okay two okay, more questions wait can i just say something yes. this is just proving that i'm a big fan and i'm not a stalker let's just talk okay that's fair yeah. and also for those that don't know who heidi is also from the hills yes she's friends with Kristen. okay go on <laughs> where does lady gaga keep her grammys a a bank safe b in storage c on her shrine dedicated to david bowie d at her parents house d at her parents house correct Okay, I knew the normal questions. <laughs> you you do more. Yeah, I would. I think number one status. Still okay, applies. last question. Oh. Why is Lady Gaga featured in the 2012 edition of the Guinness Book of World Records? A most number one singles in one year. Two longest world two or B. <laughs> A two. Longest world tour. C most Twitter followers. D most albums sold by a female artist. Is it? It's either B or D. I think. Which one do you choose? I almost want to say the tour. The tour was mm, Nope. No, okay. Most Twitter followers. Gaga was listed oh. as the person with the most followers on Twitter with over 13 million. Oh, but like it's been broken since then. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. I thought it meant like... I think this quiz is from 2013, so... <laughs> so quite a bit. <laughs> the art pop era. That was interesting. Thank you, Emily. Yeah. I feel terrible about myself now and what I stand for. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. okay, Nicole. So we have our very last question, which we ask every single one of our guests on the floral couch. And okay. I think this question is perfect for you because it is, if you had a reality show about your life, what would it be called and why? Oh my God. This is a great question. I should have listened to more floral couch episodes. Uh, Everyone should listen to more Floral Couch episodes. I'm going to. It's a resolution of mine. It's on my to-do list in my planner. Floralcouchconversations.com. Literally, it says, listen to Emily's podcast, Floral Couch. Oh, gosh. This is a hard question. And now I'm a little toasty from the wine y'all served me. So, okay. I think it would be Not Yet Nadia. Not Yet Nadia. I mean, that rolls off the tongue, right? Yeah. Okay. So, my reason (laughs) being is that, like, I thought a lot of things would be occurring that haven't yet. Doesn't mean they're never going to occur, but, you know, working on it. So not yet, Nadia. I you got big dreams. You're, you're yeah. striving for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I it. I would watch that show yeah. for sure. Thank you. For sure. Did you say that to all your guests? 
No. <laughs> I do, actually. But. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think we have. But we love all of our guests. Yes. So. I was going to say, it's been sincere every single time. Yes. I just want to give a an awesome shout out to Emily and Alyssa because this has been so much fun. Even though a fire drill kind of uh, knocked us off our game a little bit, but. We got back up on the horse and we, we kept riding, you know, so this has been really fun. So thanks guys. Well, yes. thanks for being here and yes, coming on. We're so glad we are in Nashville and hanging out with you. Do you guys like Nashville so far? Love it. Good. We've had, yeah, we've had tons of fun. Hashtag tour Nashville. Yes. yes. Hashtag tour Minnesota. It's yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Your life is so fascinating. You think so? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you that all the time, Nicole, and you're like, meh, meh, meh. But so as yes. someone you met today, <laughs> or well, maybe once before, but, but like talked in Yes, too. yes. Well, thank I you. I also think your life is fascinating. Thank you. You're great. We love you. Every yes. morning I'm going to wake up and be like, Alyssa thinks my life is fascinating. And you can be like, I was there famous enough to go on a podcast. Yes. So yes. Please edit me well. <laughs> can you remind us one more time where everyone can find you? Okay. So my Instagram is Natia Music, N-A-T-I-A Music. And that's my Twitter as well, Natia Music. Um, I'm on Spotify under Nadia in ATIA. My my first EP I made in 2014 is called Debut, D-E-B-U-T. So um, Natia Music, yeah. Awesome. I definitely recommend the song Clark and Division. It's my favorite. Yes, check it's it out, guys. We were in Chicago one time and a few years ago when it had just come out. And Nicole had all these little postcards that we were giving out to people. And then... Um, every Uber we took, we would be like, do you have an aux cord? We need to play this song for you. <laughs> Literally every Uber. Because Clark and Division is a stop on the re- red line. Red line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's in like Ch- a bar area. Yeah. In oh. Chicago. So it's just great. And basically, last point, the guy, this guy like fell in love with me in one night, basically. At least he told me so. And so it's kind of like a story about like, you know, you say things, but then the next morning, like you didn't really mean anything. Like you didn't talk to that person. Like not that you even went home with them. You just like left them there and they're trying to like talk to you and you're like, yeah. No. So it's a, it's a jam. Great song. True story. <laughs> Those are always great. We'll have yeah. to check it out or listen to it now. I saw you as you walked in. You caught me. Called it a win A few drinks later And two bars down Arms entangled and our lips so close But I turned around, hit the ground And got the hell out of town Sorry I didn't call I am sorry I said I would And it fell through You were Morning
episode of floral couch conversations we're glad we could have nicole here with us if you like what you're hearing make sure to give us a five-star review on itunes spotify wherever you listen to podcasts make sure to check out our brand new website floralcouchconversations.com what you can find out more about our podcast and you can also send us a note via the website or on instagram or facebook floral couch conversations and let us know if there's something you want to hear about if you have any questions for our dear pedal peep segments um we will answer your questions if you need advice if you just want our opinion it's totally anonymous and if you're liking what you're here and tell your friends thanks everybody bye bye guys bye